0: Session. good afternoon. So uh, please talk to us about what you found when you visited that building.
1: Hi, good afternoon, Sakina. Well, it was quite a sad scene this morning when I arrived at the building on Davy Street in When we arrived, we were uh, greeted by people who lived in the building, who took us inside to go to see one of the mothers of uh, one of the children who died yesterday on that wall collapse. And, you know, as soon as she saw it, she broke down into tears as she recounted the memories of her child and the hours before that tragic incident happened. So she said when this incident occurred, uh, the three, four kids actually were playing outside and she heard a loud bang. And when she rushed outside, she found that her child, together with another three children, were completely covered by the wall on the side of the street. So she was really emotional this morning and you know, it wasn't uh, quite uh, uh, a pleasant scene for her from what she described.
0: Absolutely not. And then, a session. Uh, this building, it would seem, had been flagged and there had been interaction with the city around the residents there possibly being relocated. So what are they saying, the residents uh, from uh, 31 to 41 Davies Street, about those arrangements? Why haven't they been moved yet?
1: Yes, that is correct. Well, there are quite a lot of people in this building. It's direct uh, where the walls aren't really, uh, you know, in a good condition. And there are many, many shacks that are erected within the building itself. From what I managed to see was easily more than 20 shacks that were uh, erected within this building. And uh, most of the people that we did speak to there say that, Uh, Rent is too expensive in the city of Johannesburg, so this is the only way they can, which is close to their jobs and schools for their kids. So they say that they aren't going to move and they are going to stay there.
0: Well, Sashin, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much, our reporter Sashin Naidu, uh, speaking to us from Johannesburg. Meanwhile, Social Economic Rights Institute of South Africa, Seri, says that as long as the city continues to offer inadequate accommodation, the families will not move. As Sashin had also alluded to there. Now, earlier, I spoke to Seri's research and advocacy officer, Edward Malopi.
2: I think progress has not been um, made in that, um, and, and I suspect that they were not even being told of what progress is being made to, on, 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 their, on, on their stay and when they can expect to be moved.
0: And uh, which is not very helpful because when you say you suspect, you know, then we are uh, operating in the realm of speculation. Uh, this morning, one of our reporters actually spoke to some of the residents at that facility and they indicated that they did not want to move. Are you aware of this?
2: Well, so one of the reasons that um, people are reluctant to move is because what the city is usually offering as alternative accommodation is actually tents, which is what um, has happened in, 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 in two other instances. So you, you might recall there was an incident of a building that bent down um, late last year, and there was also an incident where people were um, evicted. So both those groups were moved to tent accommodation in Tefontaine, and that's the kind of accommodation that's being offered to people. So that's the reason why people would not want to move from... The, the, where they are to a, a situation where they're basically moved into tents with everybody else in
0: there. But do you know this for a fact, that this was the city's plan, that this is where they wanted to move these residents to?
2: Well, that's 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 all they offer, yes.
0: So you haven't spoken to the city about this uh, in any greater detail, yourselves as Seri?
2: Um, so on, 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 on the particular, I, I, I wouldn't have been the person dealing with this. So, um, but we, we, we are regularly engaged with them on, 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 on the issues of alternative accommodation in, in that regard.
0: And with regard to the city providing affordable rental housing or shelter or accommodation, what is affordable according to SERI?
2: Um, so this we go based on um, the stats that are available um, to us on, on, on the number of people that are in the inner city. Um, and what, what the stats reveal to us, and this is going from the latest census data, um, is that 50% of people who live and reside in the inner city and below um, 3,200 rent per month which basically means that um, if you're not spending more than, say, 30%, 25% of your income on housing, that means you can only afford to pay around 800 rent or less for, for accommodation. And within that bracket of 50%, um, there are only 30, about 32% of that, of, of, that, of that grouping and actually less than 1,600 rent per month, which basically means that they would... Afford around four hundred or less, so affordable is anything um, in, in, in that region that that does not go above eight hundred, um, which is what fifty percent of people who are in the
1: inner city and in these current situations, like the one that you are speaking of now can actually afford to pay.